The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Welcome to NBA Summer from Pure Hoops Media, where the season never ends. Now that the Raptors are the 2019 champs, the 2020 season is on the clock and every team is tied for first. At least until October, with the draft, free agency and the summer league, all 30 teams have hope again. At least until October. They're all making news and we'll keep you on top of everything until, well, past October. (laughs) Here are your hosts, Adam Stanko and Eric Newman. Just when you thought the beginning of NBA Free Agency 2019 couldn't get any crazier, it has. Eric Newman in New York, Adam Stanko, West Coast Bay Area. Adam, we were going to get ready to talk about the Celtics and now we're talking about the Celtics and the Sixers. Al Horford not going back to Boston despite them signing and trading Terry Rozier to Charlotte for Kemba Walker. He is going to the rival. Four years, $109 million to the Sixers. I'm still digesting this. What do you think? Well, I mean, it's it's stunning. It, it's funny how quickly free agency sort of changes your opinions about teams. You know, we went into today and you looked at Philly and said – you know, any team that has at least the core pieces of Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, and Matisse Thybul, who I believe to be the best defensive player to come out of the college ranks in years, maybe a decade, um, you've got this incredibly strong defensive core. You've got superstar talent. The only thing they sort of were missing was shooting. And then you lose J.J. Redick in free agency. He signs with the Pelicans. The question marks were around Butler and Tobias Harris. Well, Butler now. They bring back Harris. Gone. Harris returns. I guess the question is, what's so let's Philly's take it, identity? So let's, take it one, so let's take it one step at a time. They bring back Tobias Harris. Jimmy Butler is shipped to Miami in a side and trade. They bring back Josh Richardson, who I'm very high on, as a two-way starting shooting guard next to Ben Simmons. And then they sign Al Horford. So obviously here, a lot of shooting, aside from Simmons, a lot of front court versatility with Horford, with Embiid, and of course with Harris. So this is a big team. This is a physical team. This is a highly skilled basketball team. Um, putting my Celtic fanship and allegiance aside, I mean the Philadelphia 76ers are uh, in prime position to make a run at the Eastern Conference title right now, and we're in the first uh, three plus hours here of free agency they still have to fill out the rest of their roster with role players so I, I think Philly's coming out a, a big winner right now obviously some more details to work out here in this uh Butler for Richardson sign and trade as you think Goran Dragic could be uh going to Dallas making this a three-team deal so details still coming in but Philadelphia man I, I I'm I'm thoroughly impressed by what they're doing granted you're paying Al Horford over $100 million over the course of four years. There's a financial risk. There's no question about it. And, you know, if that production starts to drop with his age, then certainly there could be issues there. But at the same time, you've got your young cores mentioned with Embiid and Simmons, Tobias Harris. 
um, and, you know, Matisse Thibel and, and now Richardson. The interesting part about Al Horford as it relates to the on-the-court stuff is, first of all, you have a guy that is beyond a serviceable backup as a five-man when Joel Embiid needs nights of rest, which you know that he will. Yep. And also, you added shooting, as you mentioned, but it doesn't necessarily come from the traditional spot. So if he's playing the four, he, you still have shooting on the floor. And we know Joel Embiid steps out and shoots threes. And, and as protection for a team that's always looking to protect the idea that their point guard can't shoot, it really looks like the Sixers. I mean, their front line, when it's Tobias Harris, Al Horford, and Joel Embiid, they can all space the floor at the three, four, five spots. So you can post Ben Simmons whenever you want exactly. and have four guys on the perimeter. Exactly. Defensively, defensively, you can switch to a three-two zone and have wingspan everywhere. This team is doing what we thought many teams would do. They're going for it right now. There's no more waiting until the Golden State Warrior window is shut. The Warriors will not be. The Warriors ever again, as we know, as we knew them, because Durant is on his way to Brooklyn. The Golden State Warriors will be reloaded in some aspect the following season with Clay likely coming back in March of 2020. The Sixers are going for it. And this is a huge move. And the other thing that comes into play here that we learned last season, what Toronto did load management-wise with Kawhi Leonard, I can guarantee the Sixers are going to take the same approach with Joel Embiid, mm-hmm. Al Horford's going to start some games at the five when Embiid is not playing. He's exactly. going to play the four next to him, and he's going to play backup five as well. So for Philly, as pissed off as I am from the Celtics side, this is a terrific move by them, and they'll deal with the financial ramifications down the road. The next thing they have to do is extend Simmons, which, of course, they can do, and they'll go over the cap gladly to do that. The Sixers are, are primed now to uh, really emerge out of the East. Eric, I have two questions for you. As a guy that watches a lot of Celtics, as, as much as anyone I know, A, what does, this, wh- what does this Al Horford move mean for a guy that could have chosen either team and chose to play for the Sixers over the Celtics, both teams with young emerging talent? He chooses the future um, you know, with Elton Brand as opposed to going with the Danny Ainge-led squad, That my, my first part of the question. And then B, what are the Sixers getting in Al Horford that people don't know who only watch him casually and don't see him on a night-to-night basis? Yeah, for, for, I forgot for a second. We're going to talk about the Celtics here also. So um, the Celtic offer, we heard, was respectable from reliable sources. I believe Jackie McMullen put that out there, who – is rarely incorrect. I just don't think they were going to go above 75 to 80 million, and they surely were not going to go on a fourth year for Al. I'm, I'm guessing it was a two year with a, uh, a a third year being an option year um, for the team. And uh, I think Al, this is his last payday, and I think he feels like with Tobias Harris going back to Philadelphia and um, the way the Sixers are situated that they were perhaps closer to making a run at the finals than the Celtics. But I think this is driven by the years and the money in terms of what they're getting from Al Horford. I've always been an Al Horford supporter. Um, A lot of things Al Horford does doesn't show up in the box score. He is a, a steadying force 
on both ends. He is a high post playmaker who can play pick and pop all day long and make the three. He can post up smaller front court players and get you with the jump hook all day long. Defensively, I still think he's one of the most underrated defensive front court players we've seen in some time. He can guard post players who are bigger and stronger, like he showed against Embiid. He can, he's also a guy that, you know, nobody can stop Giannis, but he's a guy that in the past few seasons has done a very good job staying in between Giannis and the basket and giving you the ability to play him straight up and not double teaming. And we all saw what uh, happened to teams last year when they had to double team Giannis. So that's what you're getting in Horford. My disappointment in Al Horford became, why aren't you being a vocal leader of this basketball team last year when things weren't going right? That was my disappointment. But Al Horford has had a a very strong career, and uh, he's going for a situation he feels is going to potentially get him to the mountaintop and going for uh, more years and more dollars. So I can't fault the guy, but he's officially now the enemy of the Celtics. And it's wild now you look at the, the Eastern Conference landscape and the fact that, again, Al Horford basically said, I'd rather play with the Sixers than play with the Celtics. Well, the Sixers just got better from last season. I feel like they got a lot better. We know the Pacers got the better. The Sixers got better. The Sixers got better. The Brooklyn Nets got better. So and those the Pacers got better. Foes. The Pacers got better. You and could the argue Indiana that the Pacers Magic got, got better. better and maybe even the Pistons. So, so – and in, in, in incrementally so, but I just think in general you go across the board. I mean, now I think the Sixers have really put their stamp on, as you said, we're going for it. There's no team that we have to to um, game plan against. They're going to have to game plan against us. The Sixers are, are in prime position to take the East. Um, shocking. This move – it puts them on a whole nother level. Of all the possible destinations of Al Horford, I hadn't thought about how much better it would individually make the Sixers, but I think Al Horford just makes them just so much better as a basketball team, because, especially because that depth he adds and what he can do in terms of Embiid's rest. I think that's the one factor that's going to be just huge. Yeah, and, and you know, for talking Eastern Conference teams going for it, the other team is the Indiana Pacers. They give up two future uh, first-round picks, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, a second-round pick, and they get uh, basically a sign-and-trade, and they have brought in Malcolm Brogdon. They bring in Jeremy Lamb to be their bench-wing scorer. They still have Sabonis. They still have Miles Turner. They traded for T.J. Warren. And Victor Oladipo is coming back from a knee injury on a mission. So the Indiana Pacers will have something to say next season. But right now, Philadelphia, Milwaukee brings back Middleton and Lopez. They lose Brogdon. Uh, the Sixers are right there at the top. Now we've got to wait and see what happens with Kawhi Leonard to see if he heads west or he stays with the Raptors in the east, Adam. A, a lot of very interesting stuff here happening within the first uh, three to four hours of free agency. This has been NBA Summer, where the season never ends. Check us out wherever you get your podcasts. Please subscribe and listen to all of our Pure Hoops media shows and tell your friends, as well as random strangers, to do the same. (laughs) It's free and we don't collect your personal data. NBA Summer is a production of Pure Hoops Media. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car... Use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.